You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got the one, the only, Button Fly, Jimmy Button. How's it going? It's going going great. You know, just uh, kind of winding down before Christmas and, uh, you know, getting ready to spend time with uh, with the family for the holidays. Absolutely. The clock is ticking down on the fourth period, or the fourth quarter, rather, of, uh, of, of December. I hope you've got all your Christmas shopping done. Otherwise, that's probably why you got to run out on me here. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm not quite done yet. I got one more gift for, uh, for my son and then uh, one gift for my wife to purchase still. So that's, uh, that's what the agenda is. And then actually seeing Star Wars later on today. So. No way. I'm looking forward to seing that one myself. Haven't gotten a chance to uh big Star Wars fan or, or uh like like obviously uh Yeah, I I I think probably like everybody, you know, it's um you know, it's one of those things you want to see and obviously I've I've kind of grown up in that era. Um, you know, the interesting part for me is it's kind of a full circle uh scenario because my son is the exact same age I was when I saw the very first Star Wars. So uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting that for him to be, you know, seeing, you know, kind of this new version of star Wars, uh, at the same age I was when it came out the first time. So he's having fun. And, you know, he was, uh, he was Darth Maul for, for, um, for Halloween. So he's all amped up on it. So it should be a fun experience this afternoon. No doubt. Uh, did you did you guys catch up on some of the uh, the old trilogy to uh, get yourself in full swing, or is going in? No, no. He, he's 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 not going in blind. He's watched a lot of the stuff on okay. uh, on YouTube and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we we I, I kind of need to go down to Costco and buy the box set, but I just haven't uh, just haven't done it yet. But uh, I don't know. It, it'll be fun, nevertheless. Fair enough. Well, perhaps this movie will uh, will springboard you over to, uh, to 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 Costco and make that purchase. Um, there you go. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you giving me some time to uh, to chat a little bit about uh, what you've got going on these days over at Motorsports, Lifestyle, Action Sports, and Olympics. Um, what is it that uh, you've always got a lot of irons in the fire? Uh, what have you been working on lately? And uh, what's what's helping you sleep at night? What's uh, keeping you awake at night? Yeah, I mean, you know, my uh, my day job uh, for the last 15 years has uh, been a, basically a sports agent. You know, after after I was done racing and, and got injured and subsequent, um, you know, year of, uh, of therapy and rehab and whatnot, I started an agency, small agency that you know looked after motocross, supercross, freestyle motocross guys, um, and we started, you know 
negotiating their sponsorships and their endorsement deals and uh, and team deals and whatnot. And you know, it was uh, I had a good little business, uh, and you know, we we got kind of lucky in the beginning, hit some home runs, and uh, a couple years later, we we did a merger with a, another company, uh, which is called the Family. And they were they were an agency that was based more into snowboarding, skateboarding, wakeboarding, surfing, kind of the action sports um, uh, kind of segment of uh, you know alternative sports, if you will. And uh, and we did another merger with a with another company that was more in the stick and ball, and that was called Wasserman Sports at the time. And once we made all three mergers, which kind of simultaneously happened over a course of uh, about two weeks in, in late 2003, we became what's called Washman media group. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're a full service agency, you know, from, from top to bottom, from corporate consulting to, uh, uh, to naming rights of buildings. Uh, and, and we do all sports in between from golf and cricket to NASCAR, IndyCar, uh, all forms of you know normal various racings, MotoGP, Motocross, Supercross, um, and we're a global company now. You know we've grown from 27 employees back in 2003 to uh, to now. Uh, I think we're just a hair under 600. Wow! And um, uh, you know we have offices. Uh, we have global offices all around the world. So um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty stratospheric rise with the company and. Um, you know, it's it's a great place to be, a great place to be a part of, and um, you know, we're kind of always uh, moving forward and doing new cool things and, and trying to reinvent uh, those sports landscape as it relates to our athletes, and that's you know, that's the crux of our business. You know, everything else that comes from what we do, whether that be social media or consulting or whatever, everything really bases around what, who our athletes are, what they're doing. And the relationships that we can build uh, in and around them, um, and, and it uh, there's really no barriers to it, right? Because we are involved in all forms of sport, you know, in, in all forms of sport. So um, it's an interesting thing. I mean, obviously, you know, my my role, uh, you know, at one time was a little bit bigger than it is now. Obviously, with the company being so large, and you know, now it's really great. I really just get to focus on what I love, and that's motorsports. So. You know, I'm I'm really involved in in all aspects of everything that we have going on motorsports wise, and and then I get to dabble in some other things that I that I enjoy. Um, you know, like we uh, we represent uh, you know a uh, an EDM DJ, which is pretty fun, and it's something I really enjoy to to get my hands dirty with. So yeah, um, yeah just get to have fun doing that and. You know that's a that's a, the we call it the nine to five pay the bills type of thing, and then obviously you know the other big aspect of, of my life, uh, you know, just beyond my family and whatnot is is Road Recovery Foundation, which we started, uh, you know, just six seven months after I was injured to help out other riders that would eventually, you know, go on to uh, to have career-ending injuries and and be you know thrust into a place of of unknowns and, and whatnot. Um, you know, no one, no one reads a study guide on what to do when you get paralyzed or when you get brain, when you get a brain injury. So, you know, we're, we're a great resource for that as well as being able to financially help out people that have, uh, gone through these really traumatic injuries. And, 
you know, I'm pretty happy to say that, uh, you know, over the course of the last 15 years, you know, we've been able to raise and donate several million dollars to, uh, to these kids that get hurt. And, you know, we have a, a, uh, injured riders endowment now that, uh, is growing steadily year after year. And, um, you know, we're, we're not the largest foundation in the world, you know, we're not a big cancer society type of thing or whatnot, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're growing and, and being steadfast with it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're also working with a lot of guys in action sports, whether that be mountain biking or snowboarding or, or whatever it may be. So it's uh kind of a labor of love, a lot of time put into it. And, uh, you know, but in the end, when, when you have these kids get hurt, it's nice to be able to provide them, you know, uh, a little bit of a pathway to, to get through it all. For sure, like as far as a, it's it's a roadmap more than it is anything. Obviously, there's there's a lot of financial support that needs to be put in place, but a lot of times when these athletes uh, are are put in a position uh, of uh, that they've never been in before, and especially a uh, a life changing one that is going to change the rest of their lives going forward, uh, they don't know really know where to go because uh, from a young age, a lot of these athletes that's all they've ever done, and uh, to have that roadmap to see where things will go to at uh, in time and a bit of an idea of how the, the process works is, uh, is a huge, huge help to them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, it's funny. In um, going through, obviously going through my injury and, and uh, the other injuries that we've dealt with along the way, you know, it's it's really amazing what you can do and the way you can navigate uh, through this with the hospitals and, and whatnot just on billing. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand the billing and what can be done and you know, oftentimes we're able to come in and really help out these guys just, you know, at the onset, be able to help out, make sure that they've been built correctly, you know, and, uh, and not overbuilt. So, um, obviously if we find something they've been underbuilt on, we're not going to bring it to their attention, but, uh, you know, if they've been overbuilt, which oftentimes is the case, you know, we're able to come in and correct that and, you know, get a, get a better program worked out for these guys. You're listening to a Big MX radio podcast brought to you by Arma Energy presented by Fly Racing W Wheels Bill's Pipes Just One Helmets X Brand Goggles Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting Rhino Power Sports Supplements Roy Borton Suspension Watts Perfections and Golden Tire Simply the Best Motocross and Supercross News from around the globe and now here's your host Brad Gephardt And uh, it's amazing to see the program uh, develop and build over the years coming out from, of course, you started from its very infancy. Uh, You've seen it grow over your eyes. What are the biggest changes that you've seen and the things you're able to do for these athletes that uh, you weren't able to do in the early days? Yeah, I mean, you know, in in the early days, we were very uh, we were very reactive. You know, uh, we started the foundation and got a you know our five hundred one c three nonprofit status, which was you know a great hurdle in itself. But you know, we were very because everyone you know everyone that's on the board has full time jobs, and you know we we had the foundation. We would do a yearly event or whatever, but uh, obviously we didn't do much fundraising except for you know when someone would get hurt. So. And, you know, the reactive state would be, oh, someone gets hurt, let's go do a bunch of fundraising, give all the money to them, et cetera, et cetera. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until, you know, kind of mid 2000s, um, that, uh, I actually brought my mom on board, uh, as an employee to work the foundation full time. And, uh, and so she came on board and really started doing fundraising, uh, you know, kind of 365 days a year, you know, and when, when we were able to do that was when we were able to, uh, start the injured riders endowment. Which is great. So now we have, uh, you know, now we have about three quarters of a million dollars uh, in the endowment for when riders get hurt. So uh, obviously we have a protocol of, of how much of that we can spend for each rider. But now, you know, when someone does get hurt, obviously we're always going to do fundraising and whatnot. But now we have a set amount that we can, you know, instantaneously, you know, kind of upon board approval that we can go out and give to these these kids that get injured and help them with rehabilitation, help them with, you know, maybe buying a, a, a van that's wheelchair accessible or outfitting their house so that they can get their wheelchairs through it because that's generally what ends up being. It's, it, it's normally, a, you know, some sort of paralysis that, uh, that we get hit with. Or, you know, the, and the other big uh, thing is brain injuries. You know, one of, uh, you know, we had a kid, Ian Treadle, got hurt in 2011 at, uh, at Daytona Supercross, and we were able to pay for, a year's worth of rehab uh, for him. And uh, obviously then that didn't have to come out of his family's pocket, which, you know, made that transition period to that next step in his life a heck of a lot easier. Um, so, you know, it's those types of things that have changed over the years. Obviously the injuries are still uh, horrific and, and we hate seeing them, but, you know, now we're, we're definitely in a position uh, through the efforts, you know, obviously of all of us, but, but mainly my mom that's, uh, that's been able to put us in a position that we can really help these guys even more than we were so before. So how, how does it work as far as uh, which athletes get uh, get support and, and, and how much? Or, like, is there an application process? Uh, do you have to be uh, racing? At, is that either a professional or an amateur national you, you level have to, to be, receive? Yeah. So, so you have to be the... the Obviously, our, our in-game goal is to become large enough that we can help everybody. But obviously, right. if we put ourselves in that position right now, we would have no money and everyone would be banging on the door. So, uh, you know, for the time being, we are just for uh, professionals. And, okay. uh, you know, and right now, I believe with where we are in the endowments, I think that uh, if a rider has a career-ending injury and there's, you know, it's, it has to be, it, it's not like, okay, I broke my femur, I'm going to quit racing. Uh, you know, because if you break your femur, you can, obviously, you can still do life, you know, and it's not like, oh, I'm not never going to be able to work again type of thing. So it has to be a career-ending injury that's really life-altering. Um, and I believe where we're at in endowment right now, it's a, it's a guaranteed minimum of $50,000 that we pay out. Um, right. And, you know, and then as we reach different, you know, uh, different milestones of, of levels of, uh, of money in the endowment, you know, that payout continues to go up. Um, you know, we, we would love to, you know, I, I, I look forward to the day that we have, you know, 15, $20 million in the endowment. And when a rider is injured, you know, we can pay him you know, $5,000 a month or $4,000 a month, whatever it is for the rest of his life to help pay for all the things that they're going to have to experience and then not have to worry about, okay, how am I going to get a roof over my head? How am I going to eat? How am I going to do therapy, et cetera, et cetera. So, right. 
um, you know, that's the goal. And, and obviously when someone gets hurt, there's, you know, there's an evaluation that's done amongst the board. And, uh, you know, our, our board is actually filled with um, the who's who of, uh, of motorsports and action sports uh, in, in this country, at least. You know, from guys like uh, from guys like Roger DeCoster to you know to chief marketing officer at GoPro, um, you know, there's there's all sorts of people that are on the board that are involved in every aspect of all of our sports, so that w- you know that we have a really good cross section of what's going on, and people can give great input to uh, to let us know what they think, what they see, what they feel, and that way, so that we're always evolving the foundation. So uh, you mentioned that it's it's a, a, a foundation that re- that receives uh, that that fundraises 365. How does someone go about uh, contributing to uh, the foundation, and uh, and where do they go for that? Yeah, so I mean it's 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 quite it's quite easy actually, and uh, you know you can go to our website and you know you can search around and you can read all the different stories of the different athletes that have been hurt that we help and. You, you can do one of two things. You can you can do a general donation. You know, say you want to do, you know, you want to donate five bucks. You go through the process and you know you pay on your credit card. You pay five bucks, or maybe you want to pay five dollars every single month, or ten dollars, or a hundred dollars, or thousand dollars, whatever that may be. Because we have people doing this of all ranges. Or if you or if you find a specific athlete. You know, let's say that, uh, you know, Ernesto Fonseca was someone that you really enjoyed watching race. And, you know, when he uh, when he got hurt, that it uh, it really shook you and, and you really feel for him and, and you want to donate specifically to him. Well, you can do that. You can, you know, we're, we're still raising money for riders that were hurt 10, 12 years ago. Um, and, and obviously, you know, they're not on the front of mind for a lot of people, but they'll go on our website and they'll see these guys and they'll click in their heads. Oh man, I remember that guy and they can go donate to them. And, you know, we get the donation and we forward that straight along to them and, and try to help them out with, you know, uh, with, with whatever that, uh, whatever that dollar amount is. That's incredible. So it's, uh, so it's quite easy. Yeah. That is incredible, absolutely. And anyone who goes to road number two recovery dot com, uh, there's plenty of info on there as uh, as about the athletes and uh, these. Um, basically, uh, they'll they'll tug at your heart if if, if anything else. And uh, really easy to make a donation. In fact, while we were just you were just explaining that, I went ahead and made a donation. So uh, it, it, it's go. that easy. Uh, they have, there's also T-shirts and wristbands that you can get to kind of uh, spread awareness so that other people can can find out about it. And um, it, it, that's a really important thing to uh, to to take part in because uh, we all uh, take that chance every time we swing a leg over a bike. It doesn't take much uh, and as for for a bad injury to happen. And uh, it, it means a lot to me that something like this is in place for uh, for the professional racers that give us weekend warriors so much enjoyment and uh, and hours upon hours of entertainment. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think a lot of times people people look at it and say like, oh, well, these guys are professionals and they're all making millions of dollars and yada yada yada. Well, the reality is is that there's about five guys that make over a million dollars. Um, we all know who they are. Uh, cause they're generally the ones that are winning all the races, but you know, the rest of the guys, 
you know, there's there's guys that are inside the top ten uh, in both classes in, in 250 and 450 that, you know, scrape by just to get from weekend to weekend, you know, and can barely do anything at all. I mean, these guys aren't living lavish lifestyles. You know, they're 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 having the same struggles that, that normal people do day in and day out, you know, and unfortunately with the, the high risk and high danger of, of what these athletes do, you know, getting uh getting disability insurance, uh, I mean disability insurance in motocross, you know, the the minimum you're gonna spend is probably around forty thousand dollars a year. Um, and as you well know, I mean, you, you have to be making some serious change to be able to look at spending 40 K a year extra just in disability insurance over and above your normal, you know, medical insurance and, and whatnot. So, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of people have a little bit of a misconception, but, um, you know, g- give you a great example. Uh, a few years ago, uh, Trey Kennard had a really, really, really bad crash. And, um, you know, it was, it was at the Rose Bowl and he got hurt. Um, you know, there was, there was another rider, uh, that got hurt as well. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of donations came pouring in for Trey, you know, um, and, and people wanted to, to give that money to Trey. And so we, you know, reached out to Trey and said, Hey, you know, we've received all this. He's like, you know, I don't need the money. You know, don't don't give the money to me. I have great insurance. I have plenty of money in the bank. You know, Let, let's give that to some other riders that really need it. So, you know, those guys that are really really making the good money, you know, obviously we're going to take it to them because that's what it comes in for. But at the end of the day, you know, generally those guys are good enough guys that they're going to say, hey, let's go let's go help out someone that really needs that really needs that. I'm certainly not it. Um, you know, and, and the other rider that crashed was Ryan Morris, you know, and, and Ryan had a big crash and whatnot. And, and so, you know, obviously he wasn't making the kind of money that, uh, that Trey was, and we were able to help out Ryan even more, which really lessened that blow on his family. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it's not always, as it always appears from the outside for, for a lot of things, obviously, but, uh, you know, you have a good guy like Trey that really wants to do well for, for, his peers out on the track and, and then with the support of, of, uh, you know, the group of fans out there, uh, they were able to really make a great difference. So, you know, there's a little, little story about, you know, how that works out sometimes. Perfect. Well, uh, I know we don't have you very long to today and we'll definitely get into uh, more of your career, both, uh, uh pre-professional career and, uh, and in throughout, uh, your many battles, uh, in both, uh, 125 East outdoor nationals and all that. But, um, really appreciate you giving me some time to, uh, to chat with you today, uh, before you head out and, uh, and, and enjoy an evening of not only Star Wars, which I hope you enjoy, but, uh, braving the mall on the day before <laughs> the day before Christmas. You're a brave. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, it will be uh, it will be fun to find a parking spot for sure. No doubt, man. Well, yeah. um, uh, like I said, really appreciate you giving me some time. Uh, you have yourself a great rest of your day. Uh, don't hang up just yet, but for, for podcast sake, we'll uh, we'll we'll cut it off right there. Sounds good. Thanks, and uh, wish everyone uh, happy holidays. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.